0: Now here's the best Stay Tuned Sports Podcast
1: And hello there all you Stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports It's your good friend Jimbo here Back after a good weekend um, I'm going to talk about uh, my iRacing uh, outing on Monday But before we get into that want to welcome back our good buddy King Who is like I was thinking about introducing you this way, say that you're Ezra Miller of Facebook.
0: No, no, (laughs) no, don't. No, no. Think
1: about it. You're always getting in trouble with Facebook. Ezra Miller's always getting in trouble with the law.
0: No, but here, no. (laughs)
1: Let's pump those brakes
0: first of all. First, first of all, first of all, first of all. Coming in hot. (laughs) No. Second of all, listen, like. Your mom gets in trouble with Facebook. Like, you know, there, it doesn't take a lot to get in trouble with Facebook. You that know what I mean? That's very
1: true. I, I, I've never been,
0: you know, didn't. like Ezra Miller's out there kidnapping people and like, I don't know, didn't he sexually assault somebody? I don't know. The alleg- allegedly, allegedly, I don't know. I, I Again, that. we're talking, we're, we're doing this, Like you know, listen, I was, I, I, I played devil's advocate for Deshaun last week, so, uh, but there seems to be a lot more evidence against Ezra than there is against Deshaun. I'm going to put that out there <laughs> yeah. right now so uh first of all don't call me either the ezra miller or the deshaun watson of podcasting or whatever it is <laughs> don't do that uh but yeah let's, wow that's a way to start the show. thanks a lot buddy
1: thanks got you fired up I, so my, my job is done for the show <laughs> my god um i know we said we we're gonna take a, a quick break on the whole deshaun thing but did you see the, the jaguars fans the that video
0: Yes, yes, Kudos the first to them. preseason game. Yes. <laughs> I was I was liking that. that's pre- a preview of what you're gonna be seeing uh all year. If he plays if he at plays, some point yeah. like you know, we'll see where he goes, but no matter where when he even when he comes back, this is gonna be something with him for a while. Again, it will eventually fade after a year or two. Yeah. Um but it's it's this is what he's gonna have to deal with. Do, do the Browns play the in Philly this year at any time? I don't know. I haven't looked at schedule. I don't know what the Browns schedule is. I'm not sure. I don't think the AFC North plays the NFC East this year. So, AFC uh, North is the Steelers, right? So, we, so we, Yeah, we don't yeah, have the Steelers. Yeah, that's Steelers, Browns, Bengals. Yeah, hold on. Let me see the Browns schedule here.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think the Steelers are on there, so I, I'd assume we probably aren't playing
0: them. Yeah, because that's usually a big game is uh, Eagles-Steelers. Yeah. Uh, oh, they do. However... The Browns do play the Eagles in preseason, but it is at the Browns. It appears. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, man, he gets a little lucky with that, not having to go to Philadelphia. Um, that's a that's a, you'll, you'll take that as a win if you're the Browns. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, don't forget how
1: all the the uh, protesters when we signed Michael Vick went after him.
0: But here's the thing, too, if um. If the six-game suspension holds up, it's probably not uh, because the latest I've heard on is that, yes, the NFLPA and uh, the NFL are working very hard on a settlement. That's why there's been no decision made by uh, the New Jersey Attorney General, former New New Jersey Attorney General, that Robert uh, Goodell has gone ahead and put in charge of this whole thing yeah. this appeal process so it appears that they're going to try to work something out probably if i had to guess guessing looking crystal ball stuff that's probably going to be 12 games plus like 10 million dollars 8 million dollars something like that i would imagine that's probably what we're looking at somewhere in the range of there i don't think they're going to go full year
1: no i i, 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 I don't I think feel they're like if they
0: I I'd say I feel like if they're if they're talking if they're looking for a settlement I think a year is probably off the table. It may not be, as we discussed. His uh, Deshaun's salary this year is only a million dollars. You know the big money doesn't kick in until next year. So if he's going to yeah. lose a year, this would be the year to lose. Um, but I have a feeling if they're talking, if they're trying to work out some sort of settlement, that that's what you're probably looking at. Is probably it's going to be less than a year. Uh, more than six games, obviously the double that, and then if you give him a pretty hefty fine, maybe a record fine, and he takes that, it'll be all you know, everything like that. Because that's the other thing too. The NFL wants this under the rug as well. Yeah, it's it's not good for the the brand. No, no, you want it. You just want it. To be done with. You don't want to have to go to court, especially if it's you. Know, if you turn it into a year long or to an indefinite, it turns to a whole thing. Yeah. Uh Yeah. No, the Browns don't play the Eagles this year, so that's lucky. But that's here's the thing: if it was six games, as my original point was, his first game back would have been week seven against the Ravens. And listen, Philadelphia gets all the hoopla for being like, you know, oh, the, the fans are the worst, and you know they they you know they're the most abusive sort of fans. And listen. All due respect, Philadelphia fans are savage monsters. I, I'm not going to argue that point. You witnessed
1: You witnessed We're not as bad. No,
0: no, 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 no. I witnessed a Philadelphia crowd that was at half capacity and who had given up on a terrible season already on a Thursday night where a good 50% of the crowd was Giants fans because, again... The Eagles had given up on that season. That was uh you guys were what had like a two or three win season yeah. that year in what was that, twenty sixteen? Yeah. Yeah. That, so that, that was not a yeah, that was not a great um that, that, I wouldn't gauge that. And not only that, but we sat kind of down in the lower bowl too. If we were up in the three hundreds, it, it might have been a different story. Yeah, totally different story. Um, so um but that being said A a fan base that often gets slept on for having absolutely savage uh, fans and, uh, uh, you know, being a very hostile environment is Baltimore. Baltimore is a very, very tough place to play. And those fans will get on you just as bad as uh, in Philadelphia, as in New York, as the Raider fans will, as Pittsburgh does. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City, Seattle—you know some of the some of the other places that are known for having their fans. I—that's I, the weird thing—is I never hear Baltimore mentioned in those kind of conversations. But those Ravens fans are savage.
1: How about two? Also, you know, since we're talking about uh, NFL fans, I seen on Facebook or Twitter um, one of it wasn't like CBS, but it was like one of those. Fantasy football sites that you would follow, um, posted top 10 most annoying fan bases, and the Eagles fan base was number one. Would you agree with that or disagree?
0: Um, if that's the wording for it, I would disagree. Annoying? I don't, I don't find the Eagles fan base annoying. I find them infuriating. I find them, uh, rage filled and filling me with rage and uh, I would want to you know throw down with the Eagles fan as much as they probably would want to with me uh, at times which is how we became friends which is actually (laughs) how we became friends that's a great story Um, but like annoying doesn't strike me as the Eagles fans. They're passionate. See, Philadelphia sports fans are passionate. Obviously, that's the word. Passion. A lot of passion. You are also a bunch of assholes, but you are passionate, and there are some of you that are knowledgeable about your sports and your teams and know what's going on. Again, like with any fan base, there's a lot of morons out there. Uh, maybe a little bit more so with the Philadelphia fans. Maybe a little bit more reactionary, but it's i i think philadelphia sports fans it's a good sports town um it's it's an it's a sports town that knows what it's talking about it has a reputation whether or not that reputation is warranted or not i happen to think it is uh some people think it's not but there were fan bases that are just as as notorious bad as philadelphia fans are that don't quite get the press that they do um you know, we've seen a lot of things happen with like uh, uh, Dodgers and Giants. Uh, stuff happened at their games in L. A. and San Francisco, and things like that. We've seen that, yeah, um, and things of that nature. Just, you know, just going for fan base, not so much in the NFL, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 don't think I'd agree with that as far as annoying. So I think I actually found I, the
1: the list I was looking at. Here, I'll, I'll okay. Give you, so it was the top twelve most annoying fan bases. I'll give okay. you the top six or so. Phillies number one. Patriots number two, Cowboys three, Packers four, Kansas City Chiefs five. Bad, bad, bad. Well, first of all, first
0: of all, first of all, first of all. (laughs) Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me say, let me tell you something. Listen Listen to me, me. listen to me, (laughs) listen to me, listen to me, listen. Um, Any list, any list that is going to talk about annoying fan bases, whether it's football, baseball, hockey, basketball, fucking soccer—I don't care. Any list that's annoying fan bases. That doesn't list a number one head and shoulders above everybody else as the Dallas fucking Cowboys. I don't that I automatically don't listen to your list. Yeah, listen, the Cowboy fans are notoriously bandwagon (laughs) fans. (laughs) Oh my god, they, uh, you know, and you know, oh, they got fans all over the place because the Cowboys are the team that people pick when they're not even really into the sport. Yeah. You're not into it. Cowboys. Everybody moves for the Cowboys. I'll go for the Cowboys. And they are the most annoying. They are some of the loudest, most obnoxious bastards with no reason to be. Most of the Cowboy fans alive today ain't never seen them win a Super Bowl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when here's the thing. I'm turning forty one in like next week. I'm turning 41 years old, so I'm an old. I was gonna person. say, you're, you're an old bastard. I know, I'm getting real <laughs> up there. The last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl, I was a sophomore in high school. Yeah, it yeah, a, what it was, was that? 90s, 96. 96? Yeah, no, 96, because that was uh, Super Bowl 30. Yeah, Super yeah. Bowl 30 was uh, in Arizona against the Steelers, they beat them, Barry one won. Yeah. So uh yeah doing a thing. So I was like, yes, I was going into. I was a sophomore or yeah, sophomore, <laughs> sophomore. Yeah. Or, or, no, wait, 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 wait no, you, no. You'd be a junior. You're, you're, it, uh, you're was a 95, it was a ninety five. So it was the ninety five season. So ninety five played 96. in ninety six. So I was actually a freshman. Okay. I was halfway through my freshman year of high school. The last time the Cowboys won a Super Yeah. And that's how long ago it was. I don't even know when the fuck it was. <laughs> I'm not sure we, when we, in high school it was. I just know that I was like fourteen. 14 I was fourteen years old.
1: <laughs> we just wasted three minutes trying to figure
0: out when the last just time trying to they figure won. Out how old I was when the Cowboys <laughs> won a Super Bowl. But and, and meanwhile, they were, we we them boys. We them boys oh, yeah. this year. We're, we're going through. we gonna do we them boys. Oh, you want? Please, you ain't them boys. You ain't been them boys for thirty damn years. Well, and so and the
1: funny thing is, the the one meme I saw this past week speaking of Cowboys fans is. Um, if, if you, if you're bored, go up to a Cowboys fan and say, Hey, nice, uh, four playoff wins in the past three decades, whatever, however long it's been and watch them turn around and argue with you. It's
0: been two. I do. <laughs> I do believe I posted that. Particular was that? Okay. Yeah. And, I actually, and I was like, yeah, it's great to go. It is, but it's a great exercise because you can just go somewhere and be like, Oh yeah, great. Four playoff wins, And it's like, you can just sit back and enjoy it as they have to explain it to you that it's actually only been two. like <laughs> I'll never like, jeez! I remember when they lost to the Cardinals. Oh my uh, god! Yeah, in the first round, uh, in what was that ninety eight? Yeah, like when the Cardinals were bad, like the Jake Plummer Arizona Cardinals. You yeah. know, um, they've just God the Seattle game where Romo flubbed the the hold back when he was still the holder because <laughs> yeah. he was the backup that year when they were go- like the 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 Cowboys and here's the and I, I will give this to the Cowboys Jerry Jones is a good GM everybody everybody shits on Jerry I would say he, a, I, I would say he was no I still think he believe, I think on and this is the problem though on paper the Cowboys consistently put out one of the best teams in the NFL year in and year out on paper they do Stats-wise, uh, how these people perform, how these players perform, uh, the talent level that the Cowboys have—they consistently, for the last twenty-some odd years, have with with, with a, a couple of spaces in between. I mean, the Quincy Carter year yeah. was—you know—it was what it was. Um, but they, they 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 do put out a talented roster every year and Jerry has an eye for talent and it's it's there it's just it's either they get by hate hit by injuries there's a chemistry problem there's a coaching problem how many years how many great cowboy rosters were wasted on Jason Garrett yeah how many great cowboy rosters were wasted on Wade Phillips and don't get me wrong I love Wade Phillips as a defensive coordinator legend legendary defensive coach as a head coach the, the, the record speaks for itself. Yeah, I was going to say, wherever he went as a head coach, he was never successful. He was never great as a head coach. And, and you know what? I think that's fine. Some people are just great coordinators. Yeah. Wade Phillips is that. If I'm having a defense, if I'm starting a team and I want a defensive coordinator, I'd want Wade Phillips. As a head coach? No. But that's what I mean. It's like the Cowboys have had these great, talented rosters that have been wasted by either bad coaching, bad chemistry... Injury bugs, you know things like that. You know the 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 a couple years ago when Dak you know uh, broke his ankle and Troy thought he had a cramp on the field for some reason. uh, (laughs) I remember that. I'm like, you uh, remember that? Yeah. I'm I'm like, Troy,
1: that's not a cramp.
0: (laughs) Good eye, Troy. Good eye. Um, you know, like so that. But the long and short of it is, no matter what it is, whether it's you know been injuries, whether it's been Uh, chemistry problems, bad coaching, whatever the case is, the Cowboys have not performed. They have not lived up to any of the expectations, and their fans are by far the most annoying motherfuckers in this league. In sport, I think in all sport, never mind the NFL. Uh. In all sport, maybe, I don't know. I know you don't like soccer, but maybe I would throw you know Manchester United or Liverpool fans in there well, as being I'll, I'll maybe throw, the I'll most annoying. I'll throw Yankee
1: fans up there too, but I, I would
0: probably still put Dallas. Number I disagree. One. I disagree because Yankee fans have at least seen a championship within their lifetime. <laughs> you know, we won in two thousand nine. It's been twelve years, yeah. but, you know, thirteen years, but we've seen it, and they've been good. They've gotten to the AALCS a couple times now. You know, so it's not like they've been out of it. And New York is a very smart sports town. It is an obnoxious sports town. Don't get me wrong as being a kind of in the middle of the New York sports market here uh, and being a New York sports fan for the most part, you know, let's go devil's Rangers, suck um, <laughs> outside of that though. But like the, the New York sports area is, a is I think a lot like Philadelphia in that it is a passionate fan base. It's a smart fan base. They know their sports you know, they have an opinion on it, but they're not amazingly annoying about it or annoying without a reason, you yeah. know, the no, Yankees I mean, I'll,
1: I'll agree with you about that you could kind of compare them to Philly as far as um, uh, passionate, you know, knowing their shit, you know, stuff like that. I just, right. maybe, maybe I'm still scarred from the, you know, the Yankees cheating Reaching over the wall and stealing the ball, whatever that kid's name is, where, wherever he is.
0: Oh yeah, because you're—I forgot—you're that you're Bomo, you Bomo Oriole fan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What was that? Yeah, the, I forget that kid's name too now. That little fat, chunky bastard. Yeah, he might be like sixty by now. Yeah, no, he's like my age because that's <laughs> happened when I was like a, when I was like you know again fourteen years old, fifteen years. That was ninety six. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I had just turned fifteen. So, uh, yeah. So that's
1: uh, the other thing with this list too, which kind of surprised me. The Kansas City Chiefs.
0: I don't find their. Ba- I know. Yeah, Outside of that one meth head. The well, what was his name? The 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 meth head. Oh. Uh, yeah, their meth head uh, X Factor.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, how up. have you not heard about <laughs> the whole
0: X Factor? Oh. Okay, <laughs> check this out. Let's story time with King. All right, <laughs> I don't know if you know about, it, but you know how like some of these, so some people go really like apeshit overboard with like being a fan of their team to the point where they're like an unofficial mascot. Oh, like, okay, uh, D- Denver had like Barrel Man, yeah, uh, and the Jets have Fireman Ed. You know, okay. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Okay, well, this one guy in Kansas City kind of wanted to be that guy, <laughs> and so he dre- he he's he dressed up as X Factor, oh, and he had like. Think of, like, you know, the the uh, Green Bay Packers have the cheese head. Yeah. Like, he took one of those but fashioned it into an arrowhead. Oh, God. So it has, like, the KC and all that stuff. Okay. Turns out, though, this dude is a straight-up meth head and also a convicted pedophile, I believe. Oh.
1: Well, th- that's, that's a good association
0: that the Chiefs want to show. So, have. no, but here's the thing. Nobody in the Chiefs' kingdom likes him. Like, nobody likes him. Nobody's under the, to the point where he's gotten the shit kicked out of him numerous times. <laughs> <laughs> going in the stands. The last time was, I believe, last season, the beginning of last season or preseason, something like that. Uh, I want to say it was either last season or at the very end of the previous season. He was in the stands. He's doing his meth head thing, whatever he's doing. And this other Chiefs quote unquote super fan, uh, 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 I think he was X something as well. Okay. I don't know what it was. But he just went and he beat the ever loving shit out of this guy. <laughs> So he gets kicked out. He gets banned from Chiefs games. He can't go there anymore. They do a news report on him. You can go find these clips on YouTube if you want to. If you listen to go find these clips, there's a news report about him and everything like that. It's him in like his hospital gown limping on the street with a crutch and they're talking about him. And, you know, he's like, uh, uh, the, the one reporter lady's asking him about all these things about people calling him a meth head and, you know, that he doesn't represent Chiefs kingdom. And like he's like, he says, I did meth. I ain't never done meth. I used to do cocaine about 15, 20 years ago, but I ain't even <laughs> done that. But I ain't never done no meth. And I was just like, this is the greatest gift that almost any fan base has given <laughs> to, to the world of sport. I was like, this is great. So, yes, I, annoying. No absolute train wreck with the X factor guy a thousand percent oh man yes if you're out there go look up the whole X factor saga if you can it's a it's a wonderful read
1: (laughs) and and you know what if me or you find it we'll have to post it on well you'll have to post it on Twitter and our TikTok which we have TikTok now everybody yeah
0: Uh, we're part of the new generation
1: Yeah, I I just want to be known I did not start it because I don't like TikTok King was the one that helped out there and started, so that's that's all him.
0: Ah, you gotta push the social media, and so <laughs> and so. What if China sees our show? Maybe they'll go ahead and help us. Plus, you know, uh, 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 I highly doubt I was that. gonna say something inappropriate, but I'm gonna move on. <laughs> I was gonna, gonna say, gonna if they listen to some of our past shows.
1: We will be banned, just like South Park and everybody else that they banned. I'm gonna move on. Nothing
0: inappropriate <laughs> about China, you know. I I don't want to piss off Winnie the Pooh over there, you know. Uh, but there are there are a lot of boobies on tiktok anybody that's, who that's has or enough that's right here a lot of boobies it's, so, it's basically like a, a free only fans uh that, no no because there's no nudity you're not allowed to do any of the naked stuff oh um, so that's that's fine but you know if there is uh you know any if we if we get some tiktok followers that you know want to put uh, the the new stay tuned sports logo on on a boob you know you want to do a little boob tattoo a little fake you know don't don't do a real tattoo i'm not gonna say that i mean that would show dedication to to no no i would not i would not i would not ask anybody (laughs) to do that we are not asking hey you paint you paint it on a boob or something you throw it on a tiktok there you know spread the word spread the word and your legs with tiktok um (laughs) so yeah no we are on TikTok. uh same it's the same social media all across the board i believe it's st st sports podcast at st sports podcast uh all over the place so yeah if you're if you do happen to have a TikTok, tock Tok over there uh go check that out along with the twitter uh instagram as well you know we're on, we're on we're on them all you know you got to spread the word got to get the word out there <laughs> um All right, so moving on,
1: and I guess kind of in a way, keeping with rankings, um, what
0: was it? Nice. That's a nice segue.
1: I like (laughs) that. Well, I'm learning from the best. You know, listen to you, listen
0: to Pat McAfee. No way, no way am I the best. Neither is Pat. I love listening to Pat. Pat is probably the greatest guy going, but even he'll tell you, trying to do segues or trying to do like traditional radio stuff, he's he's nowhere near the best at doing anything like that. So.
1: Well, I mean, I uh, I am trying to strive to be him. I figure, you know, he went to the wrestling round and he got his his what was a four or five million dollars from DraftKings. Well, I'm hoping. I'm kind
0: of pissed. I'm kind of actually it's FanDuel. Or Fan, uh, well, that's no, all that that the same. He company, got, but. Uh, and I am kind of pissed because he kind of perfected and stole the idea of what I had wanted to do. <laughs> With my sports podcasts that I've you know, i been trying to get off the ground of yeah. since forever was, uh, and even one of the initial ideas that me and you had for this one too was going to be what Pat McAfee has done with <laughs> it. Now, granted, he had a lot more money to start off with. He yeah. had no money to kind of seed that with. So all that good uh, stuff, and he's turned it into uh, a, a thriving multi-hundred million dollar business. And, and like he even said at one point, he said he, he could be a billionaire if he wanted to. But he he limits his his dealing. So that's good for him. Uh, But there is a part of me that's like, Son of a bitch. (laughs) If (laughs) I had a little bit more money, we'd be okay. But eh, what are you going to do?
1: And you do realize you just killed my segment there of getting into the segment. Yes, I know. I absolutely (laughs) ruined your segue.
0: By complimenting the segue, I killed the segue. (laughs) However, we were talking about the annoying rankings, and now I'm being annoying while talking about rankings. And that would be... The college
1: football, see, I almost did it again. College football preseason pr- uh, rankings. Before we Eight. signed in, I was calling a playoffs, like we skipped the season already. We're just skipping a whole <laughs> season, just going to the
0: playoffs already.
1: So, I mean, if you guys, I'm not going to re- read off all 25 teams. I mean, top five, Alabama, OSU, uh, Georgia, Clemson, and Notre Dame. Cheer, cheer, cheer for,
0: for old
1: Notre Dame.
0: <laughs> okay. Maybe we now, are the most annoying. <laughs> a lot of people would say that. I, I have a feeling a lot of people would say that Notre Dame would be annoying fans, us in particular. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but in that top five right there, I want to ask you a quick question. Okay. In that top five, do you have a problem with any one of those rankings? I was surprised with Notre Dame. I'll admit that. You're surprised Notre Dame is there. Yeah. I, I mean,
1: they would def- I would definitely put them in the top 10, but new coach, new quarterback situation now, um, and I was able to watch a little bit of the, the blue-gold practice game, whatever you want to call it, and I was a little worried. You know, it wasn't well, uh, the, the Christmas and practice. Games.
0: And practice is practice. I'm going to say Notre Dame doesn't surprise me the one team that I think does surprise me and who I don't think belongs in that top five, I don't think they belong in the top ten is Clemson What's up? Clemson does not belong in the top five at all and I will put that I'm put, I'll put that out there right now as maybe the most a thousand percent stamped this is my take and I don't think it's a hot take in the least uh, Clemson does not belong in the top five Clemson doesn't belong in the top ten. They are I, I, not a top. They are not a top ten until they show something. They are not. They are not in that class yet. I'd They're give, not. I'd, I'd give them a top ten. No, the maybe maybe I don't know. You'd, I'd have to look through the rankings and see. Like you said, well, because the well, you have Texas A and M after Notre Dame at six. Then you have Utah, Michigan, Oklahoma, and Baylor. I'd so, probably put I, Michigan above Clemson. Uh, the I, w- I would put year. maybe Clemson at at ten. I might put them above Baylor. I wouldn't put them ahead of Oklahoma. That, again, yeah. that's a debate you could between Clemson and Oklahoma right now. Uh, maybe throw them in, but that's I would. Not, I don't. I I don't see it. Do you think I don't see? It. I don't see. To be fair, I don't see what Texas A and either. Um, or, yeah. and, and somebody's um Michigan. They would have to build off of last season uh to get better and see what Harbaugh does uh I think Utah's good yeah I think I think the top 3 are solid I think you obviously Alabama, Ohio State and Georgia uh I I think they got those pretty right um and that's and and, and this is the thing Notre Dame is starting off the season right off against Ohio State at the Horseshoe yeah, and I, I t- so I totally there's no about that retreat. One. There's no you know there's no real uh, easy. There's no easing into the season. There's no real preseason. There's no real beating up on a cupcake or anything. It's you're going into the season right until the right into the line. Then yeah, so and we're gonna it, find out. Oh, go we're ahead. gonna find out where Notre Dame is, and we're gonna find out where Ohio State is right off the bat. And if we lose that game against Ohio State, it's it's weeks before we see
1: another ranked team. So it. We'll pretty much be done. Unless our, our
0: schedule strengthens uh, over the year. And that could be again, you don't know how, how the rest of it goes. But also the other thing is if you do lose, you want it you want it to be a loss early and you want it to be a loss to a solid team. Yeah. So if they if Notre Dame does lose to Ohio State and keeps it close, I mean, even in the early season, I would put that down as a good loss.
1: Yeah. But if
0: it's a, a blowout now, like now we've you, seen, like against now Clemson, now you have to look to. Yeah, but you can't go. You, well, you see, this is the thing. You're going into the season expecting that. You you have you have that defeatist Philly attitude. I don't Dude, like that. You've huh? known me for how long?
1: And every Eagles game, every Notre Dame game, you have to walk me off the ledge till halftime. Then I get my hopes up, and then you have to walk me off the ledge again at the end of the game. <laughs>
0: now, will Notre Dame beat Ohio State? I I'm not going to go out on that limb and say that. But I think it'll be an interesting game. I think it'll be a better game. I'm excited for the Notre Dame defense. Uh, again, Notre I'm Dame expecting. has a new quarterback in there. You know, they have some some new things working again, like you said, new coach. But that Notre Dame defense should be a top-flight college defense. Yeah. So that's where we're going to see, like, because this is the thing. We're talking about how this is Notre Dame, going right into the lines? then got to find out a lot about themselves. Ohio State's going to have to find out a lot about themselves, too. Because Notre Dame isn't a push-up. Notre Dame isn't, you know, uh, a a Michigan State or an Arkansas or an Ole Miss. You know, Notre Dame is a solid team. Yeah. So this is going to be, I mean, that's that's a hell of a... I mean, I'll tell you what. I'm glad that we're getting some big games early on. You know, that's always been, I think, college football's detraction is usually the first couple weeks there's some real shit games that nobody wants to watch before you get into the meat of the season. So, starting off a weekend there, you know, week number one, Notre Dame versus Ohio State, that's going to be great. Um, Again, a lot of the rankings to me seem fine. Alabama number one, I think you knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Georgia lost a lot of pieces. Let me ask you
1: this, though. So, if you don't think Clemson should be four, are you saying Notre Dame should be four?
0: Or who else would you put that for? Um, looking at the, how they have the rank, I would, I would bump Notre Dame up to four. Um, again, first of all, can we just acknowledge that preseason college football rankings are the dumbest fucking thing in the world. It's It's almost as dumb as watching NFL preseason games. It's so bad. Like, listen, what they need to do is cause that's, here's the thing you don't get. Like the college football playoff rankings until what is it week six? Yeah, of the college football season is like the first one I put out there. That's how it. Sh- that, that's how it should be with any of the rankings. The, you know the the AP poll, coaches yeah. poll, whatever it is. I always said after week four. <laughs> you know, again, you should be deeper into the season before you have your first ranking. Having a preseason ranking. What are you basing these rankings on? Yeah. A spring game where they played each other? That's like watching somebody jerk off and say, like, oh, they're a real <laughs> ladies man. You don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Like we don't that know analogy. what these teams are doing. But it's it's the fact. Like, we don't know what these teams are. Yeah. We don't know who they are. We don't know how good they are against competition, against other teams. We have no clue. And yet people are gonna go out there and say Alabama is clearly number one. Notre Dame is clearly five. Clemson should sure, up there number four. And Michigan, a oh, solid season, got to build up for today. Like, you don't, you don't know. And you can't, like, you can't base any college team's ranking off of what they did last year because there's so much turnover in college football because of either graduates or people going to the NFL. Like, it is literally one of the, one of the dumbest exercises I've ever seen in all of sport is having this college preseason ranking. Same for college basketball. Same for anything where you're doing rankings is dumb. And the thing is, like with with this
1: preseason rankings, like, you know, again, Clemson, for example, they played Georgia Tech the first week and I've never heard of this college before. Furman... Paladins. Oh, the Paladins. Paladins. Yeah,
0: I love the Furman Paladins. And they're gonna get fucking destroyed. But,
1: but what, hap- what happens if they upset Clemson? They're gonna make a bigger, bigger deal out of this upset because Clemson's number four.
0: Like because, a, like when App State beat Michigan, what was yeah. that? Fifteen years ago, sixteen years ago, whatever that, that was. That was awesome. I, I remember. I remember <laughs> that. I remember where I was when that happened. <laughs> I was at my brother's house down in uh, what was that Mount Laurel, New Jersey. I remember this watching that, watching the end of that game, and just being like, I can't believe that I just saw what happened. There. Yeah, that was incredible. Now, will that happen? Probably not against Clemson. Yeah, that, that's a once in a in a three lifetime. Game, what, a situation that happened. What
1: would be a bigger upset, that or the Michigan upset fifteen
0: years ago? Uh, probably. I would still say the App State one because yeah. again, Clemson is. I. I don't. I don't. They're number four because they're the paw print. Yeah, that's, that's the only. They're number four because of the logo on the side of their helmet. That's the only reason they're number four. If their name wasn't Clemson. They'd be lucky to be
1: fourteen. And, they really would be, and they, they dropped out of top twenty five last year, didn't they?
0: They they had three losses last year. Okay, that that's I couldn't remember if it was last year or the year before. No, they were not. No, the no the twenty twenty year they beat Notre Dame. Yeah, they were in the college football playoffs that year. They beat Notre Dame in the ACC championship game, uh, and then uh, I think I think Alabama destroyed them. No, no, it wasn't Alabama. Who did? Uh, was it Georgia, Ohio State? Who did they play? I forget. Either so the way, past, they got destroyed in the playoffs. Past yeah. two years or so, I think it was past two years. Georgia <laughs> was there,
1: obviously, Alabama. But when the playoffs first started, I think it was Alabama and Clemson were going back and forth. Then, Notre no, a-
0: yeah, they were in the first couple of years. It was always Alabama and Clemson, yeah, yeah. Whether they faced in the first game or in a championship, they they played each other like the first three years of the playoffs, they were there, yeah, yeah. Out of the... But, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, but all that considered, that Clemson doesn't belong in number four.
1: Yeah, like I said, I, I could agree with, with that. And I mean, looking at the top 10, you know, I think they should be in the top 10 even low, you know, like the low end of the top 10. Out of the top 25, is there a team other than Notre Dame that you're pulling for?
0: Uh, I don't know. Let me take a look here. I'm as I'm looking down the list. You know, uh, well, I had a niece that went to Baylor, so I mean, I I've always I had have, a spot for Baylor. I got a, I got a, I got a place in the heart for Baylor. Um, believe it or not, even though they are a big rival in Notre Dame, I want to see USC do well because when USC does well and Notre Dame's doing well, there's nothing better. Yeah. Yeah, There's nothing better than having USC and Notre Dame great, like especially back in those days, like the Bush-Push game and stuff like that. Those games were electric. Yeah. Just absolute, like the, the big game energy from those games was uh, unparalleled. So I, I do like it when USC does well. So I would like to see USC do well just to get then stomped by Notre Dame. That would be great. Especially if
1: Notre Dame does move to the, the big 10 or whatever and and both uh programs are doing really well it, like you said it makes that rivalry that much better
0: well uh, could you imagine you have a you have a big 10 championship game of notre dame versus usc Dude, are you kidding that would me be nuts. not yet that <laughs> yeah. game. even,
1: even Come non uh notre dame fans or usc fans would be excited for that game
0: like let's go let's do this like you know and especially because a lot of years they played the last game against each other yeah so you would imagine having you'd have Notre Dame versus USC one week and then you know depending on the records and if they still have divisions at that point who knows and then just have like USC and Notre Dame the next week like it just it's so it's so good again I think the money has to be right. I think the, the network has to be right. I think Notre Dame has to be wooed yeah. uh, correctly to get into a conference. But I think overall, at the end of the day, we're looking at a point where Notre Dame is going to have to join a conference if they want to be in the championship title picture. Because, again, I think we're heading towards a, a, a two-conference kind of of – NFL-liked yeah. here with, have, you know, like AFC, NFC. We're going to have Big Ten, SEC. And, you know, I'd actually like... To see, I heard somebody talk about, like, having, like, a promotion relegation thing, almost like kind of European soccer, oh, okay. where you can have, like, you know, some of the, the teams that really suck. Like, if you have, like, Indiana and Rutgers are really bad, they go down into, you know, Division One AA, or whatever you want to call it, the bowl system, and then you could take two teams from, like, the All-American Conference or other stuff like that, or the MAC, bump them up, and then see what happens, you know? Like, that that could also... that's a You, you could do that with the bowl games. You could have a bowl game between, like, the best teams of the lower class and the worst teams of the upper yeah. uh, uh, class there in the NCAA or not in the NCAA, but in, in football. And, you know, that that's what the bowl game's for. Who gets to be in the top flight league? Is it going to be Rutgers or is it going to be, you know, uh, uh, Kent State? You know, that that's a juiced up game. I'd watch that. Yeah. It gives at least some meaning to the bowl games.
1: And, and so if you, if you go with that idea of like relegations too, I, it would probably make the games a lot more competitive too. You will, you, I don't think you would see as many games that are like 45 to 3 or 70 to
0: Ten type games. Well that's it. Even at the end of the season, you can have these teams just s- scrapping and clawing, trying to go ahead and win and stay in the top flight, stay up there. Yeah. Who's got you know, of the teams that have a bad record, who's still trying to stay above the line of being relegated? Like, you know, or you know, somebody doesn't have to go ahead ahead and play in that relegation bowl. That would be I mean, I'd s I I listen, I think that can add a layer. If that's the way college football's going, and it seems like that's the way college football's going, I mean, let's Let's get it done. Let's do it. But Notre Dame is definitely—I uh, I think their time as an independent is is definitely up. And the the one thing that annoys me more than anything is seeing Notre Dame fans scream and and yell about how no, we should be in independence, like it should be. We should always be independent. Never join a conference, it's like. At this point, you're just sticking yourself in, in the mud to be just to just to say it. Yeah. Just to be different. It, you it, know, it's
1: kind of like they, they want to stay in their, their old fashioned value type
0: things. Like, you, you got to you learn know, to evolve. This, kid, this will ruin the game. No, Notre Dame should always be independent. Listen, it, it, it was a good run. Yeah. But the, the college football world is changing. It's Listen, if college football still was what it was, five years ago, 10 years ago, 25 years ago, sure. That's not college football now. It's not. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people that are having a tough time kind of grasping that of college football is is basically professional sports now. You can pay these kids with the NILs. You have, you know, top recruiting classes going based on who can get a good deal, who's better marketing and things like that. And listen, who's that better at marketing than Notre Dame? Yeah. Now, Notre Dame... Is going to be slower on the uptick than a lot of these other schools because they are Notre Dame. So again, academics are still going to be involved, and they're still going to sit there and you know they're going to try to do things the right way when everybody else doesn't give a shit. Yeah, you know, so it's they're, they're going to handicap themselves as they always do with these kind of things. But at the end of the day, like if you're if you're a top flight recruit, and again Notre Dame recruits well as it is anyway. They always have some of the top classes of recruits uh, uh, in college football. When you when you put on top of that the marketing that Notre Dame can do, being a national brand as they are, uh, it's you know they're gonna be able to compete in this new college football landscape. They just need to get with it, I would I would have to say just a little bit more and hopefully a little bit quicker. Yeah. Uh, and And they're going to have to join one of the two super conferences. It makes more sense for them to join the Big Ten. If they join the SEC, fine. I don't care. Either way, just something that gives them a seat at the table. And I think that's what you're going to have to look at here. Because if you're not part of one of these two super conferences, if you're not one of these schools that are kind of invited in you're not going to have a seat at the table, and you don't want to be the one left without a chair when the music stops.
1: Yeah, and but the only the only thing though, um, what, if they do, if they do switch conferences, I, I really do hope they keep their one game a year of you know them against Navy or against Air Force or Army.
0: I always like watching those those games. It de- it de- it depends on how they decide to go with the new scheduling. I'm starting to wonder if they're going to start a lot of these conferences. Anyway, before we even get to that, that super conferences kind of idea that people are bandying about, because we've already seen like the ACC has done the scheduling where they've gotten rid of divisions and they're doing like you can you have uh, three permanent games and then you do five rotating games with your other opponents in the ACC. So you have five, six, so that's eight games, and then the rest are out-of-conference games. So I wonder if you're going to start seeing that pop up with some of the other conferences, like SEC, Big Ten. And then with that, I wonder if you're going to start seeing the removal of some of the non-conference games to where maybe you have one or none, and then you're just facing, like you'll have, you'll do your three permanent opponents a year, kind of like how the ACC does, and then you'll have a rotating class of nine Games against the other teams because that's the other thing. If we're going to be getting these super conferences, you're talking about the Big Ten and the SEC both going to have about twenty teams in them. Yeah, so you're obviously not going to be able to play everybody in there. And if you keep like your your like you know Michigan would play obviously like Ohio State, Michigan State, and uh, I don't know who else you would want to play Wisconsin maybe be their permanent uh games and then they rotate from there. Notre Dame would be what USC, Michigan. Throw Ohio State in there. Why not? Purdue. Well, that's if Stanford comes over to the Big Ten. Okay. I don't know. You know, again, there's still so much in flux. But I'm starting to wonder if maybe the the out-of-conference game maybe is starting to go away if we go with the super conferences. Or you might see one or two out-of-conference games, but it'll be with the other super conference. Yeah. So you'll have, like, Notre Dame versus Georgia or Michigan versus Alabama, stuff like that. Yeah. So... It, uh, again, very interesting times coming up in college football. All I know though is Clemson is definitely not number fucking four, <laughs> and that preseason polls are stupid as shit. I mean, that, that's that, that, to, to boil this segment down to its bare essence, that's what it is.
1: <laughs> well, uh, before uh, before we go, uh, talk a little eye racing here. Um, I haven't really been able to talk to you or message you this this past week too much uh monday i actually came in 13th place hey yeah.
0: 13 lucky 13. so with, Taylor swift would love that oh
1: i knew i have sure <laughs> crashed into the wall
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the thing was i was
1: i, I let these two cars pass me because they were laps down and I, was, right. and I was even close to like the number 12 guy so i was like you know what you're doing good just cruise around cross the line call it a day I would have freaking known that. I would have drove for the number number 12 guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, look what
0: you made me do. Uh. But um, right, I'm going to do a Deptail Swift puns from here on out. <laughs> well, I'll just keep calling you Ezra Miller. <laughs> stop, stop it. Stop it. I don't need that. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby.
1: <laughs> but um, but that was actually the, the next-gen cars, the actual NASCAR cars that, not the ones that they race now. I think they raced these a few years ago in real life. Um, okay. Okay. And they're a lot tougher than trucks. Like last week, uh, I forget where we were last week, um, but I called it a night about halfway through because we were pacing and I was doing 180 trying to catch up to the field. And my brake just didn't work, so I plowed into the guy <laughs> under caution. That will happen. That but, uh, will happen. Yeah, I was like, he's coming up pretty fast. Why am I not slowing down? Slow down, slow down! Oh, Jesus! (laughs) I'm like, okay, guys, I'm 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 going, (laughs) because some of the guys are are going for championship points and stuff like that. So I don't want to, you know, ruin their race. So no,
0: you don't want to ruin. Yeah, you don't want to ruin anybody else's day.
1: But uh, but Friday night we are racing the trucks again. Uh, Stay tuned, Sports Podcast Truck Series over on YouTube, Three YTV, 9 p.m. Eastern. And this week we're at Martinsville. doing another giveaway no one chimed in last week but this one you're probably going to have to chime in because I don't know if you know uh, King but Martinsville is a small track so a lot of bumping going on and I'm
0: pretty sure Robert is racing exactly. <laughs> is <laughs> ra- boogity, boogity, boogity. let's go there was a there was a brief time in my life where I was very into NASCAR yeah very brief when, when yes I, I was trying to get laid but uh, well, that's why but was her name Billy Joe no no, it was not. But I mean, I, I was I, I was used too. to know the tracks. Yeah.
1: When, when I was uh, younger, my uh, my Uncle Mickey was a big um, Rusty Wallace fan. And okay. I, I would follow him because my Uncle Mickey he was like my second father. So I'd follow Rusty Wallace. And then, you know, teenage years came, girls came. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll go after the girls. Well,
0: the, <laughs> the girls didn't come, but, you know, they were around. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Martinsville
1: this week, uh, do another $25 Amazon gift card. Um, all you got to do is watch the race and this week's race, we have 160 laps. So let's go with, you know what, King, you pick which lap to start this uh, giveaway at.
0: You know what lap I'm going to choose. Well, whatever it is. (laughs) Lap. Sixty nine <laughs> So I'm a, I'm nothing if not predictable. <laughs> You're so immature, King. <laughs> I am very immature. I'm 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 at peace with that. <laughs> so lap sixty-nine,
1: whatever place I'm in, head over to our podbean link for the episode and underneath the comment section, comment what place I'm in, and I'll get in touch with you and, and send over a twenty-five dollar Amazon gift card.
0: Hey, listen, in, in this economy, a $25 Shit, Amazon yeah. gift card <laughs> is a great gift to have. You don't want to miss out on that. I'm going to tell you that right now.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, I, I was doing this giveaway on Facebook, but I was getting bots, if you want to call them that. I'm, I'm yeah, getting, you know I mean, I
0: hate, it's everywhere now. They're, yeah. they're
1: fucking everywhere, dude. And, they are the worst. And, and pot of beans a lot easier to see if you're actually listening, like... <laughs> it takes a while you you
0: get the engagement you have to actually make the effort to go there so you know and it and it kind of sucks in that aspect that you have to kind of uh uh you know kind of ask the listener to to make that kind of effort just to just to be part of the contest but unfortunately like like you said with the bots that are around nowadays yeah everywhere instagram twitter facebook you know obviously tiktok that we're now on st sports podcast um It's so hard to to, like sift through that shit. So, um, hey, listen though, for a twenty five dollars Amazon gift card, I'd do that absolutely.
1: Now, just so you know, King, since you are on the show this week,
0: I know I can't be eligible part of it. (laughs) I know for sure. It's a it's a shame too because I could I could definitely use twenty one (laughs) dollars. Um.
1: Speaking of TikTok, though, you're gonna have to get on the the, the website staytunesports.net, and get that link on there. Because um, all all of our other social media accounts are on the uh, Twitter, Facebook, even our YouTube channel. We still have going. I don't know, I don't know if you were still around when I got that started, but we got the videos going there. We're eventually gonna do some live videos. Um, don't worry, King will not have his camera going.
0: Um, yes, I will. I'll do it. I'll do a live video with the with my with my cell phone. I'll do that. I won't be naked like you are. Okay, thank you. Thank. You. You're always naked. Your titties are always out. You're how, the worst. How did you? I forgot to put a shirt on. I'm today. always. <laughs> I am always frightened when you do a Facetime call because there's always a chance that there's just going to be a naked Jimbo nipple <laughs> right in my face. It's the worst. It's just. <laughs> that's, it's, that's
1: only Saturday nights, roughly it's, around eleven p.m. It's
0: cell phone terrorism is what it is. <laughs>
1: it's it's unacceptable. So with that image in your head. <laughs> I think we're gonna get going before this gets really really bad <laughs> so uh, King, thanks for coming back buddy appreciate uh, you been I um, can't wait till next time man so speaking of the next time till next time I'm your good friend Jimbo this is Ezra Miller with me I mean King stop it <laughs> see you later